Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So we had a little accident. Little accident? That's how we're going to describe it, huh? I mean, isn't that really what it is? I mean, it wasn't even really an accident. It was kind of a little crunch. It was very little and very expensive. Yeah. So <laughs> what was it? It was um, Friday. Friday of last week. And this one comes to me and says, is there a reason that the um, hatch is open on the SUV? And I'm like, uh, shouldn't be open. So go hours later, like probably four or five hours later, we're getting ready to go out and I think we were going to lunch. We were going to Costco. Oh, and then we were going to have lunch. Yeah. So we're getting ready. We're getting out and, um, get in the car and I start the car and I back up and I hear crunch. I thought you'd run over like one of the water bottles. So I look and I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. The lift gate was still up. At the time I didn't think in, in any way about it other than wow, what the hell happened? And sometimes with these stupid buttons, um, like like we ended up getting a rental car. And the rental car, in order to open the tailgate, you have to hold the button down for quite mm-hmm. a while. Not like ours. Ours you just hit the button twice in succession. And it opens up. Well, twice in succession can happen easily in your pocket. So I thought, okay, maybe the keys were in my pocket. But that's why we usually hang the keys. But in any event, they were hanging. So I was like, I don't understand this. Why would the the keys are hanging? And how did this happen? So who knows? Maybe it had opened the night before. Maybe something got bumped when it was closing. Who knows? Something happened. But later when I was beating myself up, you said, no, it's our fault. It's not your fault. She goes, (laughs) and she says, because I knew it was open and I never went out and closed it. And yeah. Had I gone out and closed it, it wouldn't have happened. And I was like, well, you know what? You're right. Had you done that, it wouldn't have happened. And had I checked to see if it was closed, it also wouldn't have right. happened. So, we, really so, so we were both at fault on that. A hundred percent at fault. It was her fault and my fault. It's like, it's like when most relationships, most relationships where let's take cheating out of the situation. If they break up, it's a hundred percent each other's fault. Right. Because you could have done something different and I could have done something different. And in that situation, you could have done something different and I could have done something different. And going forward, I'm going to check every time because, okay, we call, you know, Nissan and they're like, oh, well, you know, it, you know, it probably just shifted backwards and it'll, you know, it just needs to be pulled forward. The body shop could do that for you. It shouldn't be too bad. Take it to the body shop. <laughs> Even the me. body shop lady. Was like, oh yeah, we should be able to pull this forward. Then the then, be fine. then he calls and says it needs to be replaced, the entire lift gate. You know, and it's only 
including labor, $5,000. Plus yeah. rental car. So it was like Taking six grand. So, you know, then we needed to have a rental car, et cetera. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be quite expensive. And so we were like, yeah, it's going through insurance. Whether we take the hit or not, it's going through insurance. And interestingly, um, it went, it's been going very smoothly. They went out, they approved the estimate right away. The people ordered the parts the same day. Haven't heard anything more, but, um, you know, soon it'll be done. But that was the accident, you know? So aren't you glad you learned how to drive? Well, maybe sometimes once in a while. Speaking of learning to drive though, we have an MIV asshole for you today. I love these. Explain to them how it works. I I read the title of this to Mike before we started. But other than that, he has no context of what's about to be read to him. And he's going to react live with his opinions. Exactly. As I read it or after. He changes his mind, which he likes better. <laughs> it depends on the topic. Because sometimes topics are so deep. You have to interrupt. Otherwise, by the time you get to it, you'd be like, oh, wait, what are you talking about? Which thing are you talking about? You know, it's better to break those up into pieces. But then the ones that are just kind of like, I did this and she did this. Eh, we can talk about that at the end. Okay. Am I the asshole for not learning to drive? I, 24 female, live with my dad, 63 male. I can't tell you why as I haven't been in an accident or anything, but the whole thing of driving terrifies me. (laughs) I relate to this just a little bit, huh? I would say so. Yeah. In October, November, I contacted a second instructor. The first one was awful. I said I had done a few lessons previously, but was very nervous. And can he start from the beginning? He was patient. He didn't take me through anything too quickly. And he slowly built my confidence to the point where I was almost at a normal heart rate before my lessons. <laughs> Since 2010, we lived on a cul-de-sac walkable distance to the town center, leisure center, work, bus stop, all less than 40 minutes away. There was a corner shop about a five minute walk away and two mini supermarkets about 20 minutes away. In January, we had to move house. Not our fault. I told my instructor I would have to put my lessons on hold. The new place is in a village about three miles from the town. It's a two and a half hour walk to work and there are no shops nearby. So I have been getting a lift to and from work most days, either from my dad or my partner who lives an hour and a half drive away, but is self-employed. So does have work here. One of my coworkers lives on the other side of me and I am on our way to work. If I don't have a lift, she will pick me up, but this only works if I am not at a client's office. It's been four months since we moved and I have just messaged my instructor because cost of living increased. I have a lot of studying at the moment with work. Less time due to commute. He said it would be a few weeks before he has space for me. I do have a car which came from a family member passing. One of my plans was to practice driving to work, but that requires someone with me and I don't feel confident yet driving without the second set of pedals that my instructor has. On Friday, my dad invited some friends around and they asked about me. I was upstairs packing to go to my partner's house for the weekend. He started talking about work and study and then complained about how I can't drive yet. He told them about my car and how I only need tax insurance insurance and pass the test and that i haven't sat in it yet oh yeah i haven't sat in it yet sorry that was next week my co-worker is on holiday so i cannot rely on her for a lift he said he will refuse to give me a lift and i need to tell work that i will be late slash have to work from home which would not be possible i have looked at the bus time table and it's a 30 minute walk plus a 15 minute bus ride 
but I can either arrive an hour early or 15 minutes late, which I'll be discussing with work on Monday. So my question is, am I the asshole for not being able to drive yet? I hate that I'm a burden, but at the old house, it really wasn't an issue. I could get everywhere by walking, and if I needed to get to the city, there was buses and trains. My main worry is that I have been selfish and not learning to drive sooner. Please help. (laughs) Thoughts? I mean, I can see how people could go both ways on that. Um, But by both ways, I would literally, I mean, yeah, both ways. Because you, you you could say that she was selfish, but here's my big problem with saying that. She said that she has issues that she doesn't want to talk about that make driving terrifying to her. Right. So who am I to question her being terrified by driving? I mean, if she just said, well, driving scares me. And then you're like, why does it scare you? I don't know. Just driving scares me. Well, that, that I might be like, yeah, you're kind of selfish because you could get over that. But it's so bad that it's terrifying to you and it's something mental, clearly. Giving her like an anxiety attack before yeah. she even gets in the right. car. It just doesn't seem like something you should be judging, you know? But, I mean, I can see why people would perceive it that way, though. A right. less reasonable person might say that she was being selfish. But then on the other hand, the dad, what bothers me about that situation is I think he's an asshole either way. Because if he follows through in his threats. Yeah. I because think- because he's the dad. He's made an, He's also partially responsible for the fact that she's not driving. Right. If it was that much of a burden to him, then why isn't he teaching her how to drive? And encouraging her to get her license. Right. Exactly. Now, of course, she did say that she doesn't feel comfortable driving without the extra set of pedals that the instructor car has. Okay, I get it. But then that makes it harder for dad to help. But dad can still help. They actually have those cars with a second set of pedals. Yeah. Like, because my driving instructor when I was still in Canada... He was just driving his own personal Ford Focus. Oh, yeah. They've got it both ways. <laughs> I mean, and there's something to company. be said. There's something to be said for having to, in my opinion, for having to control the car yourself. I mean, and a good instructor's not going to let you on the street until you're ready, for instance. So what are you going to do? Where's she going to do? Hit a bush? Well, yeah, I drove a, around a Costco parking lot for like three weeks. Yeah. It's great. I mean, you go when you go, and you're ready when you're ready. So what's your verdict here? Your absolute final verdict? I have to say that, like I said, the dad's the asshole both times, and no matter what you say, he's the asshole. I can't believe the dad would act that way, and I'm a dad, so that really irritates me. But I don't think she's the asshole, because I think that she has some underlying issues, and she seems willing to fix those issues, but... Part of her fear clearly involves crashing that car, and she doesn't feel as safe not having someone with some controls to help. It's a bad crutch. It's a really bad crutch. I would advise her to get away from that as fast as damn possible. But I don't think that makes her an asshole that she's just now getting around to it. So I was in your boat. And then while you were unpacking everything, I was reading the comments from other people, and they brought up some good points. She's an asshole for making her partner drive an hour and a half to take her to work. She's an asshole for inconveniencing other people in general to take her to work. Why has she not gotten like a bike? 
that would take her two and a half hour walk down to like a 30 minute bike ride. Yeah, she could, and she could get an electric bike these days. My right. God. So she could get it. Even if where she lives, electric bikes aren't. Electric bikes are pretty much legal everywhere. Like it's common. scooters that are a problem. Electric bikes can also yeah. be fairly expensive. But she could get a yeah. bicycle for well, like yeah, a Yeah, at the very least, bucks. she could get a bike. And if it's such a big, they're, they're saying if it's such a big deal, then she either needs to suck it up and learn to drive and be able to take herself places or find a better alternative. See. So she gets asshole for that, I think. We, we went through something similar, okay? <laughs> Even the same and, age gap between me and my dad, by the way. And the main, yeah. <laughs> and the main difference that I see is that you were the person who you needed to go to the grocery store. It was up the street. You walked there. Right. And you walked back. You didn't wait for me to come pick you up and take you there. Um the only time that ever happened was like on laundry day, but you're doing laundry. So you're working your ass off at the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't right. just sit there and expect me to do everything for you. And that's kind of how she was acting because, but she's acting that way. I'm not your dad. You know? Right. She's acting that right. way because it's her dad. And I mean, come on, let's be real. Let's be real. There have been times that you, when we've had discussions about how to handle something that you've pointed out to me that, well, you know, you're always easier on him or her because, you know, that's your son or your daughter. You know what? You're right. I am. It doesn't but, sound like this dad's that way, though. Well, no, it sounds like he's had enough. And that's what happens. You do get to the point where you've had come enough. My dad drove three hours each way to Calgary to come pick me up at the airport in the winter. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say no to that kind of thing. But it also makes me feel bad to inconvenience I wouldn't either. him. I wouldn't either. Which is why I was actually pretty excited the last time I went that I rented a car and I could just go. And he wasn't inconvenienced at all. I just like dropped in on him. Hello, Russell. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's the point, you know. Maybe maybe in that aspect, so I kind of overlooked that. Looking for a bigger issue, and I missed the little less bigger issue, which is that she had control all along. Like, like for instance. She strikes you as entitled. You didn't. Like, when we first met, you were by yourself. You didn't rely on other people to, like, pick you up and take you to work all the time. If someone offered and, and, it, and they were you know, pushed it on you a couple of times, you'd say yes, but you weren't, you didn't seek it out. When I was moving, work Mike would take me home every day and it was inconvenient for him. Like he went way out of his way, but I, he felt bad because I was moving. Um, and then when I'm, when I finally moved, I was on his way home. So he would drive me home. That's it. Which was nice. And he didn't need to, cause I didn't have to take the bus and I was perfectly happy to. Well, it's not like you asked him to. You right. just offered, which is, right. and that's a nice thing for someone to do. But, but yeah, like, like those kinds of things, those kinds of things should not be expected. And so she did have some control from the very beginning. Right. And if she didn't want to drive, she shouldn't just rely on other people to get places. She should have figured out other forms of transportation. And these days, there's so many. It sounded like at the first location where she lived. She was good. She had it wired. She knew where, where she could go. She knew exactly how long it would take her to walk there. She was fine. 
But it sounds like when they moved to the new location that she made no effort and just was like, okay, you guys fix yeah. my problem for me. Yeah, exactly. So that's interesting. So yeah. I guess we basically agree with the rest of the world. Pretty much. Nobody even commented on the dad, though, in that I saw. Well, that's because it wasn't in part of her question. Right. They were just answering the question. Usually they- I'm commenting because we're doing a show and it caught my eye. But usually, usually the people of Reddit pick up every asshole nuance. Well, of course, because they're that way. Yep. I did find a second one if you're interested. Sure. All sure. right. So this one, I particularly like the title of this one. Am I the asshole because I told my stepchildren's dad his opinion doesn't matter? What's your immediate reaction to that headline? Their stepchildren's dad? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be her husband? No, this is is a man writing this. Oh, so it's the husband of the ex-wife. Ex-husband of the current wife that he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little confused at first, too. And then I fixed it out. The first sentence kind of gives it away. But what's your Im- immediate opinion? Am I the asshole because I told my stepchildren's dad his opinion doesn't matter? Depends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not going to commit. Perfect. Well, I can't because... There are some things that, yes, 100%, you'd be an asshole for saying that. But then there are other things that that's none of their business. So you wouldn't be an asshole. I clicked on this one because I was like, all right, we are in for a mega asshole here. I'm in. Anyway, here we go. So I live with my wife and we have a blended family. My stepkids are usually with us, although right now they are with their dad for Father's Day weekend. He called me yesterday and said he wanted to talk about something the kids told him. He said they told him that my son, from my prior relationship, has his boyfriend over all the time. He said it makes him uncomfortable that his kids are spending so much time around this older boy he doesn't know. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't know it was going to go here. This is interesting. To make a long story short, our disagreement ended with me telling him he's not a member of my household and his opinion doesn't matter. When his kids are with him, he makes the decisions. When they are with my wife, she does. He said he always gets a say over what happens with his kids. I said, not in my house. He said I was an asshole and he was going to take my wife back to court. I asked him if he was going to start using all the custody days he already has before asking for more because that might give him better odds. He told me to go fuck myself. My wife is upset with me because antagonizing her ex makes her life more difficult. I do feel bad for making things more difficult for my wife, but I also feel like this guy needed a reality check. Am I the asshole for how I spoke to him? You see, I picked two that were very personal to us. But the problem, though, is it doesn't tell us the actual topic of what... He was telling him his opinion doesn't matter about. Yes, it did. Oh, the boyfriend. The son's boyfriend. Oh, he definitely doesn't have to have an opinion about that. He can right. shut up. It's none of his damn business. It's not It's not like they're allowing one of his children to have a member of the opposite sex spend the night in their room with them or something. You know, that right. that he has a say. A significant other even. Yeah, that he has a say. Yeah. But yeah. but this he doesn't have a say in. It's not like they let creepy Uncle Joe move into the guest room, okay? Right. And what are you supposed to say? How are you supposed to be, you know, quote, nice about it? You can't. You have to be direct. Otherwise, you have to do this back and forth thing. By being direct, you don't have to do the back and forth well, There's, thing. There's no hints here that his son's boyfriend is making the kids uncomfortable. There's, there's none of that here. There's nothing that he's, you know, creepy predator man. 
like, yeah. there's no context of that here. So, wow. I read this one. I was like, oh, I was wrong about who the asshole is. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That one yes. was particularly spectacular, wasn't it? It is. I mean, you know, interestingly, both of the last two, you relate to them. Yeah. And <laughs> I think like this one here, you know when you should chime in and when you shouldn't. And that's how you keep the peace, right? Right. Because there's times when it's none of your business what happens. I mean, it comes down to this. It comes down to this. Should I be listening to your opinion? Always. Right. But should she have to listen to your opinion? Not always. I think there's times when she can just dismiss it as I get to make the choice, not you. And but and so you're still getting influence because I'm listening. Right. It's just not influencing her. But when as well. it's something that's going on in our house, as long as her children aren't in danger, then it's none of her business. Then it's none of her business. Exactly. Is it her business if I fed them pasta every second day? No. Right. I mean, I used the the kind of boyfriend girlfriend situation and letting them spend the night because it's a moral issue, and I think parents do get a say in the moral standards that their children follow. And while you can't be like, oh, well, it's an either or thing. It isn't really. You could make an agreement that it can only happen once a month. You know what I mean? You compromise on right. the, the issue. I don't know. I think the dad of his stepchildren is a homophobe. <laughs> and that's the real problem. I think if his son had a girlfriend over, that there'd you're be right. no issue. Oh, you're right. You're 100% right. That's another reason why the guy's not an asshole. Because right. he's standing up for what's right. Yeah. I mean, that's no... And you know what? Quite honestly, that's not even... Let's be real. If Mitchell one day brought a boy home and introduced him as his boyfriend, that would be none of our business to judge him for that. Right. He gets to be that. So... Yep. Anyway... We now know that that one wasn't as clear as the headline made it look. Eh? No, it was super. It was the exact opposite of what I expected. <laughs> I expected some dude to just be like running his mouth about shit that doesn't matter. No, I I think that he probably could have bit his tongue. Because I, I do think it probably made his wife's life probably a little bit unpleasant. Yeah, but I, I particularly like the sassy comment. Maybe you should use the custody days you have before asking for more. I, I particularly like that. That was great. Yeah, that, that was probably my favorite part of that entire story. <laughs> but I mean, I'll tell you. I think like, you'd be friends with this dude. <laughs> but I mean, I'll tell you, like, I could word things differently a lot of times, too. And I'll say things, and then later I'll be like, oh, why, <laughs> why didn't I just drop this one word? Like, why did I use that word? Right. But I think if I do that going forward to someone – I'm going to make a point of correcting it on the spot and being like, look, I apologize. I didn't mean it to word it that way. I meant to say this. Right. Just correct it right away and own it. It was a mistake, man. I can't, you know, I can't fix that. I already said what I was, you know, not supposed to say basically. Pretty much. Yep. Oh, and sometimes, and sometimes it happens because you're thinking things through, right? Like I've got two choices, A and B. Now let me consider what happens if I do A. And you think about it, then what happens if I do B? And then you decide in your head, A is better. And so you then, but then you somehow quote B. Your brain is a crazy thing. The brain is a crazy thing. You're not wrong. So. 
Well, anyway, on, on that super. Thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the research and doing the am I the assholes? They're always fun. Um, first one was way more controversial in my opinion than the second one. There's a lot more to discuss. Could have gone a lot different ways, but second one was cool and I liked it. It was nice and short and sweet. Yeah, it was kind of it was, was kind of funny. So I I love that. You know, maybe so I take it you're going to use your visitation you've already built up before you ask for more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> All righty then. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Still a bye bye. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show. Please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.